I've done terrible things. Terrible, terrible things. Aren't you familiar with my case? Don't you know what I'm capable of? I am familiar with your case, Folly. But I'd like to hear it all from you. Are you willing to do that for me? I suppose so, Mrs. Timpson. After all, there's nothing else for me to do in this... this... Place? That's right. But in the future, allow me to finish my own sentences. Fine. I'll be recording this, Filey. Do you mind? Please do. Why don't we start with the death of your mother? You'll never replace her! You get a hold of yourself, young man! Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast, it's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic, you can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com, or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Tell me how the job search is going. No leads yet, Dad. That's bad, Farley. That's very bad. So you're Freaky Farley? Can I walk around town tomorrow with you and see you in action? My family's got a cabin out here, but my dad doesn't let us go anymore. He probably doesn't want to be killed. The cabin? How do you know about that? You haven't been up there, have you? So Farley, you gonna invite me to your dad's cabin? Listening to Movie Suck Test. I know, there's a problem. I can see you right now in the kitchen bending over a hot stove. I can't see the stove. What's your name? Fuck you! That's my name! Yes, I'm off because my gold people fuck! You know that's my time! I used to fuck guys like prison. I'm gonna put a bullet hole in the fucking forehead. I'm gonna fuck the brain! Insecure junkyard motherfucker! Fuck you! Yeah, that's my message to you. Fuck you and kiss my ass.
kicking, stinky horseman horse smelling motherfucker, you! You dirty slime! You scum sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You can all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. And hello everybody. Welcome to episode 80 of Movie Sucktastic. Hey Scott, you gotta unmute yourself, buddy. We do this oh, every, oh, oh, what? Are we, <laughs> every are we week. Now? Every week we do it. Every I'm single week. I'm on somewhere else because I couldn't hear the second half of what you were playing, so I didn't oh, know when to stop. Oh, okay. Um, but I, I heard the uh, our opening clip from Freaky Farley, and thank you. I didn't had no idea what clip you were playing, but I was hoping you would play the part. You'll never replace her. <laughs> I love. I just. I love this. It's the beginning of the film. It's the opening uh, title of the film, and um, it it just. It's great. Absolutely. I, I thought that scene was hilarious. Oh. Playing it again? No. You oh, know what's odd? Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it was on. <laughs> it was on mute. It was on mute, oh. and it. Oh. I'm hearing sound We're anyway. We're playing it in the background. We are. Okay. <laughs> I just have to uh, adjust. You have to, everyone listen to pardon me. I, I've had a, a nonstop uh, uh, day, and I've been talking nonstop to hundreds of people. And so I'm a little hoarse today, so bear with me if I <clears throat> do a couple of those. Ah, that's okay. That's all. But yes, to this episode, Movie Sucktastic episode number... 80. 80. Uh, we're going to be reviewing Freaky Farley, which is the this is the second film to ever be reviewed by us that was by uh, request. requested by request of the filmmakers. That's right. And th- this will be the first film ever reviewed by us at the request of the filmmakers that we don't totally trash. <laughs> Although we do have another film request coming up. So but, it still might be the last. <laughs> you know what? That's what we said last time. And we yeah, it, don't, what? Don't, what did we get in the mail? We got a request for it. Don't, 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 don't tease that. I don't want to tease that. Let's keep that blind. Okay. All right. Uh, now, now, originally I was thinking, like, you know, we'll get uh, what's his name, uh, Charles Roxburgh, to, to tune in and like talk and with Matt us and stuff. Farley, who, who plays Freaky Farley in the film? Right. That that, that was Charles Roxburgh. No, I picked the wrong one. He's a director. I'm thinking of Kyle, right? You're thinking of Matt Farley. Matt Farley, that's Matt right. F- Hence the name Farley. <laughs> Hence Freaky Farley. Uh, uh, Matt right. Farley is the lead. <laughs> Peeping Tom in the film. Uh, notorious, mm-hmm. legendary in the New England town for for Matt's doing the that. One that. Called us, right? What's that? Yeah, the yeah, one he did. Us. Yes, he left us a message asking us to review the film. Now, originally the idea was okay. We'll get them on to talk with us. 
And uh, there was a little trepidation because, first of all, we kept missing our window for watching the film. Yeah. And and then as it got closer and closer, I was like, well, you know, I don't want to bring the guy on. And if we're going to trash the film, I don't know if it's good or not. I don't want to, you know, let's not risk it. And so it kind of held that off. So what I'm thinking now is after we do this review, if uh, Matt or any of the other ones want to come on and talk to us more about it, love to. And uh, it would, it's up to them after they listen to our review. Right. Right? Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Pardon and what, me. And what I'm going to do uh, for them <coughs> is I'm periodically going to uh, pause the film. Uh, I'm not going to show... Because we could show the whole movie while we're reviewing it. It won't have sound. But I'd like people to go out on their own and get it as well, you know? Oh, definitely. Uh, it's available on Netflix. Go pick it up. And after, Well, wait till our review and then do that. And then we'll be doing top ten lists. And if, if possible, I'd like to re- uh, talk a little bit about the film... Uh, the Silent House, which has connections to uh, an upcoming film, VHS, that's coming out. Right. And some other films, including today was the release of the trailer for Paranormal Activity 4. Do you want to make that bet now? We get it out of the way. Oh, sh- sh- no, actually, I don't think this one's going to do well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> bets are on. Uh, let's do it. Uh, we opening compared weekend. To what? what compared to what? What are you thinking? Like 15,000? Million? 15 million it's up to you I, personally all right i will go with the track record of the last paranormal activity see uh, the first one everyone let's was, hold, hold, hold on i'm red flagging this conversation we talk about that let's go right into freaky okay i i it's my i just wanted to preview this is what we'll be talking about for the next hour or so okay all right, all right. so that that that's a conversation for then right now let's talk about farley okay now I like I, I think it's interesting that we, they for Matt Farley they took his last name and he made it the first name of the character. Right. Don't ask why. I think that I also think it's interesting that the witch gets top billing. <laughs> On IMDb um, at least. She although um the the girl, the love interest, she's been I think in three of their films now. Scarlet. Scarlet Scarzo or Scar Sharon Scarlet. Scalzo. Scalzo. I'm sorry. Scalzo. Scalzo. She's been a couple other things. Um, Well, no, I'm just saying that they're using her in their films now uh, regularly. Yeah. Um, Right. But uh, I I did watch. You know what I did watch? I watched the the making of the featurette that they have, and I liked it. I actually liked it. It looked like they put a little thought. And uh, you know, a little love in, into making it and interviewing everyone in the film, and it made me want to watch the movie. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't one of those situations where you watch the featurette and it gives you an idea of how bad a film is going to be. It actually made me want to watch the film, and well, it, it, it is low budget. It is no, a low budget. No, film. no, 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 no. It's no budget. This is, as they say in the cover, some points. This is guerrilla filmmaking. This is not low budget. This is okay. Okay. Who can act for us? Right. Where can we film? This and is they not get a lot of budget. family there's, members and, and whatnot. So there's no budget. You get anybody you can. This, yeah. This this is people that love movies and want to make a film, getting together and making it. And when you have that kind of uh, can-do attitude, that kind of Ed Wood, you know, pep, uh, spunk, if you will. Right. You you don't you you get leeway for certain things. Sure. Oh yeah. Well let, and. and just just to bring this up, the last film we were uh, requested to review had a $175,000 budget. 
And I would dare to say, dare to say, that this film didn't even have a tenth of that. I would say this oh, film was, that- was you know, weekends and free time and uh, when can you do it? Okay, you can do it on Friday. I'm available for three hours on Friday, five hours. I'm, I can do it all day Sunday. Whereas the other film, $175,000 budget and still not a lot of money by even indie low-budget standards, that's a hell of a lot more money than this film, and at least this film could was edited properly. Um, yeah, now, obviously, with a film with no budget, there are weak spots to it, and there are places where it's wanting. Oh, yeah. Now, I have to... Now, let me get the negatives out of the way first. Okay. Because there are positives. Uh, and then The number one negative I'll say is the dialogue. It's obviously somebody... Dubbed uh, over now, in a lot of spots. Now, but, like yeah, all the outdoor know, stuff, all the outdoor no, no, stuff no, was perfect that, as far as audio. No, You're talking about strictly dialogue. I'm talking about written word, not oh, how yeah. this. Yeah, a lot of it's looped. A lot of them is recording over it because if you don't ha- can't afford great equipment, you can't afford to record great sound, and you don't right. want crappy sound in your film, so you loop it later. I understand that. I get that. You'll see that in most low budget films. Uh, that's why you saw. That's why all Hong Kong action films for the longest time they never shot sound because it's too complicated, it's too difficult. There and Hong Kong filmmaking was guerrilla filmmaking. You ran somewhere, right. you shot, you went somewhere else. They had no budgets, and so that's why you you know sounds the last the first thing you take care of. Last thing you that's the first thing you cut when you because you need lighting, you need the cameras. Sounds right. the first thing to go if you have no budget. That, I'm not criticizing that. It's noticeable, and on a low budget, it's very noticeable, but it's not horrible. No, I'm just saying that the screenplay, uh, as far as the dialogue written, <clears throat> would have to be the weakest part for me. That's the part where uh, when people are speaking dialogue, it's very wooden. Now, But again, the acting also sucks to an extent. <laughs> yeah. Now, but you can think, forgive it because it's I think not like a, you I, No, I think go, in a lot of ways, y- yes, you have, unprof- no, I don't want to say unprofessional, but you don't have professional actors. It's a lot of friends and family and uh and whatnot but what it is really i think is can't be in a a lot of reasons uh on purpose Mm -hmm. i I don't think like like the the scene that's up right now where the the son the young farley spills the milk and he's and he says you spilled the milk how could you nobody says that right but no one would say how could you you know, it just, I just think it's campy on purpose, which is gives but, it a little bit of its charm, I think. But that doesn't, no, but that doesn't excuse it all. Again, I'm giving no, I, leeway. I understand, I understand. That most of the acting is bad, most of the delivery of lines is bad. It works to the benefit because, yeah, it is supposed to be a little campy in some regards, but in the film's defense and against it because of that, the film's not trying to be a campy movie. It's right. it's taking itself a little seriously and for, in a good way because it's it's okay okay we are here making a film this is serious because we're trying to do something right. so we're not just oh let's do something stupid here let's do something stupid here <clears throat> and what it lacks in production value and in acting uh, ability and in writing ability it makes up for in potential and what they tried to accomplish and in some cases even succeeded right right no you're right um, and the director. What I found... I mean, did you do any homework on anybody in the movie? Oh, I did tons of homework. Did you really? No. Okay. I I thought it was interesting that the director, Charles Roxburgh, um, 
he actually he worked on Live Free or Die Hard. Now he was I uh. I think he was a rotoscope guy, roto artist. Yeah. Um, so he was doing special effects, which I thought was neat. Um, then he did Fred the movie. He was a digital uh, compositor. Uh-huh. Um, mm. Now I've seen Fred. Obviously, it has nothing to do with that, but that's terrible. <laughs> Have you seen anything with Fred? No. It's terrible. Um, again, you get work where you can. You don't. Uh-huh. You, you don't deny working on Fred because you know it's terrible. <coughs> you you right. do that when you make it. Um. But uh, and uh, he's, one of, he's he's one of the skilled laborers behind the scenes of these shows yes. and these films, and he just says, you know what? I've got the you know I, I have access to the equipment, I have the know-how. I watch these people make films all the time. Let's make a film ourselves, and he does. And and when you go back to some of the other films he did, and I feel bad, I'm I'm criticizing the writing. He wrote it, but him and uh, Matt Farley, they both wrote it. Right now, to be fair, neither of them is is uh, by what I'm seeing here, a professional screenwriter. Correct. Uh, now they they have more screenwriting credits than I do, so touche. Doesn't make the dialogue any better. Um, so I can respect the fact that these guys didn't go out and say, "Okay, let's hire a screenwriter and give, we have this idea for it." No, they wrote it themselves. So what, whatever they're lacking in writing skills towards that, <clears throat> that's fine. But they're, again, I, you can forgive that to an extent because this, these aren't people where they're they're not shopping around. Uh, for a screenwriter to touch it up, they're doing it everything themselves. Right. They're doing the lighting themselves. They're doing the camera work. They're scouting locations themselves. They're doing wardrobe themselves. Everything is them. Now, doesn't mean that it's not that's not a free pass to say, okay, throw a bunch of shit together. Now, oh, it was a gorilla thing. You guys had a lot of heart. That's good. There's some good stuff in this film too. Now, you mentioned the basic plot. Freaky Farley's this uh, freaky kid that lives in town. He's a peeping tom. Yep. Spies on all His the neighborhood girls. Right, it has no. His mother's dead. Uh, his father uh, is a strict disciplinarian. Uh, excuse me, strict disciplinarianism, uh, disciplinarianist. Right, who has uh, his own radio show a, where the town pretty much a, listens to him, takes his advice. Advice. Yep. Radio advice show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and now, <clears throat> I wasn't totally sold on the film, to an extent. Okay. Uh, the first half hour 45 minutes it's interesting there's little things little they, little things throughout that kept my attention uh now that opening thing with you'll never replace her <laughs> right there like okay that they obviously weren't going for like pure drama there they you know this is funny right and they're, they're so it's obvious that there's a little tilt to it um one of my favorite lines in the film is uh, uh I, I didn't write it down but basically you don't want to incur the wrath of um, I didn't write it down. Air Force Ricky. Oh, Air Force. <laughs> Air Force Ricky. As soon as Air Force Ricky comes into play, you know something's on the ball, and that's after you see the ninja. Right, the ninja. <laughs> now again, this is all this is all stuff. As I'm watching, I'm going, oh, you know, this could have been done better. But then again, it's like, okay, it could have been done better if they could have gotten actors and if they could have real budget. Even even if they were given the budget that the other film we were requested to review had. If they were just given that budget, right? I just think so, what they could so, have done. But when when Farley's walking down the street and all of a sudden in the alley there's a ninja that dives behind a box, like okay, something's going on here. <laughs> yeah, these are these guys aren't just and, but and these guys aren't just uh, you know 
they're not just slapping us together. There's some methods of the madness. And then Air Force Ricky comes up, like, all right, there's there's gems in here. There are definitely gems in here. You know, lines like, uh, silly ninja. <laughs> or uh, um, he did uh, an ode to Silent, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With the garbage day. I forget the exact uh-huh. quote. I don't want to quote it and get it wrong, but oh, it was something along those talk- lines. What was it? It was he did, he did like two or three different deliveries like that. Right, but right. Now, I don't want to give away any of that part though. That's the because that's where that's where the, the film won me because this is a this is that you've got to watch this film, not again to see where it goes because you're watching it and there's a story told, you know. And the father, t- you know, yeah, you spilled the milk, son. Go out in the go out in the backyard and dig a four foot wide trench four feet deep. Why? Why not? It, no, just, it was. For, I, it, he goes, why? He goes, yeah, absolutely I'm, nothing. Now, if I, again, this is the writer in me, I'm like, oh, God, there's so much more room here for great dialogue. And the scene, you know, these there should be more to the scene and other scenes like it. They should have been, it, you know, it shouldn't have just been the same ditch every time. Like, you know, it should have been like the, the, the size, the, the dimensions of the hole should have changed on the punishment. You know, spilling right. the milk is four feet wide, four feet deep. You know, you, you didn't do your homework. Two feet wide. Uh, uh, two feet deep. It should, you know, there should be all kinds of different dimensions, and I. Uh, but that's just me. So, and and you're going at this whole story about this creepy kid who's got problems and he's a little weird, and uh, when he, it takes a turn for a different path when uh, he goes to the cabin, right. And which you you kind of see coming to an extent, but you're thinking, well, I don't. It doesn't feel like it's going to go that way, and it does. And that's all fine and dandy, but then when we you hit the trogs, <laughs> trogs, all bets are off. At all this bets point, are I'm, off. I'm, wherever this film takes me now, I'm there. I'm <laughs> I genuinely like the hobo too. Go these trogs. Oh, yeah. They're getting bigger. I don't know what to do anymore. Hey, kid, can I walk you a little bit? It gets a little lonely out here. Get out of here, old man. <laughs> it's a genu- I just genuinely chuckled a lot during this movie. But the girls, you know, you poked me. I could sue you for all your possessions. Oh, no, please don't do that. It was an accident. Seriously. <laughs> it was like, I believe, this, I, I believe the sincerity of his apology at that point. Right. The hobo was the best actor in the film. <laughs> and I'm not saying that is, that is like a, a, a slight to anybody else. Truly, he had the best delivery of all the stuff. Oh, yeah. Of all the uh, other yeah, characters. Definitely. Definitely. Um, like, uh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you were going to say something. I was just going to say that I think with Matt Farley, I, I think the the charm of his character is his inability to deliver the lines properly, and I think that's partially uh, intentional and partially not. I think so. I'd have to see. I'd have to see another work with it. And he's been in other stuff. Everything the other guy's done, uh, and I love some of the names too. Uh, Druid Gladiator, Obtuse Todd, Monsters, uh, Monsters Marriage, Marriage Merge, Murder, and Manch Vegas. <laughs> no, Monsters Marriage and Murder in Manch Vegas. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Get it right. So I mean, sorry. <laughs> I want to see him uh, in other roles to see if it's just specifically this. But I have a feeling that again, he's a low budget actor. Uh, obviously, he's not a great actor, but he he does have this quality to him where you can see why they put him in the lead because you do want to, you know, when he, he when he delivers lines like uh, you know, whatever, recruiting day, Rec- <laughs> busy. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never replace her. You'll never you know, replace that, her. Oh, it, yeah. It's, 
It's got he's got something to it. I mean, might add some of those uh, to my soundboard. For, oh, uh, j- just just for just for whenever. <laughs> They'll come in handy, I'm sure. Definitely need that. Absolutely, silly ninja. Silly, silly ninja. ninja. Any film with a random ninja in it. Oh sure. And then when the <laughs> you're lucky, you're lucky. I like you, ninja. I could have left you in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, they're high fiving each other, killing trogs. I, you want to finish this one off, ninja? <laughs> don't give way too much. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, it's you watch so many bad movies like uh, Birdemic or The Room. And you have people that like, uh, and it's well, unfortunate, Birdemic- you know, like a film like Birdemic, the, it, it gets so much exposure because, well, I guess mainly because it is so bad, and a film like this should should have at least the same kind of exposure. Well, I, I want like we, we spend all the time harping on films like that. If you take The Room and you take uh, Birdemic. Again, all right, Birdemic, low budget, but they had a budget of some kind. They were doing green screens. Yeah, they had more budget you know? than this film. Had more budget than this film. He was, you know, he was. This guy was spending money on stuff. It was still guerrilla filmmaking, but spending his I mean, own money. At, That's for right, sure. Right, even the room. Yeah, it's an ultra low budget film. The whole a, thing <laughs> takes place. The room cost six million dollars, by the way. Right, but it's that. That was all. You know, that was all Tommy Wiseau's wardrobe. The um. When you watch all these horrible, horrible films, especially, you know, Battleship and stuff like that, movies where they put billions of dollars into it, you watch this and it's like, okay, it's not great. It's got weak points. It's got, but but for the love of God, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. And at least, and at least these people wanted to do something. It wasn't, you almost feel like it's begrudgingly sometimes when you watch some of this, uh, the major motion picture stuff they put out there is like, why? Who? At what point did everyone lose control? Right. You know who's really in control when you have when you have a three hundred million dollar budget. When you have a five hundred million dollar budget, who's in control of that? Nobody is. Who's really the? You know, the, the, you're only in charge. You're only in control of each section you're in. Right. When you get back to the basics, this kind of guerrilla filmmaking. They're making it. They're in charge of everything. They're doing everything. Their hands are on the editing. Their hands are on the sound. Their whole, you know, they're, they're, I've worked on low budget films before. I, you know, you're, everybody's doing everything. Sure. If now, the it, now it's, not- it's easier these days because you just pull everything into a Mac, you know, nowadays, or if you have some heavy duty uh, programs for your, your PC. And it makes life a little easier now than, I mean, you were editing pretty much by hand back in the day, whereas now you can. You can do some pretty neat things with a computer. Here's here, here's here's a little clue for you. If you work in the industry, uh, on a low end, high whatever. If you're on a set, and the director does not carry a piece of equipment <laughs> at any point during the day, that is not a gorilla film. There's too much money in that. I get you. That's it. I get if, you. If, if the director, if the he's just walking up to a camera and sitting down, sure. Right. If, if, there are people setting shit up for him and it down. That's it. It's not a grill. You can tell watching this film. Everybody's doing everything. Right. No. You know the, the producers doing catering. <laughs> catering? Well, you mean uh, let's go here for lunch? That that's or, the kind of yeah. You know, or or you send somebody out with twelve bucks and say, "Bring back what you can." <laughs> you know that's really what's going on. I mean that's your catering. Yeah. I, I, 
I can see why this film got the positive reviews it did on on the uh, on Hell, the cover of the movie. I would be surprised if they didn't eat for most of the day when they were filming. Oh sure, but again, it, it's and that doesn't mean again that doesn't wipe away anything as far as quality of the film, despite the low budget and the the lack of uh, a polish on the movie, if you want to say that. It there's a lot in the film. If the film had a budget, it would have been better. Oh, but sure. even without the budget, the, like I said, there are gems in there, and you can see where it, I would have done it differently. But that's just that's not saying, oh, this is sucks because they should have done this and this and this. Uh, it's me just saying, you know, my inclination would be for a film that went a bit more this way. But th- I enjoyed it. I did too. I genuinely did. This is something that I'll. Uh... I'll definitely probably uh-huh. put in on a late night. Hey, maybe we could uh, we could do it for a bad movie day. Air Force Ricky. Air I don't Force know. Ricky. I don't, I... It might be too good for a bad movie day, you know. But I think I think the the point of bad movie day is people have fun watching the movie, and I think they'll have fun watching this. And it's mm-hmm. campy oh, when that... it needs to be campy. It has its, you know, uh, touching moments when, or seriousness when it needs to be. But I think overall, people will just genuinely have fun watching it. And I, I don't want to compare this to anything, but to me, in some ways, it has that kind of feel that Dust Till Dawn did. Okay. You know where I'm going with that? Yeah. Like, uh, first half of the film, you're like, okay, you know, we're going along, and all of a sudden it switches gears, you're like, well, what what's up with that? <laughs> it doesn't... And it, and it's intentional. It's not just like, oh, the film forgot what it was doing. It's like intentional, and there was a lead up to it. Yeah. And it's just, but this film actually has like three, like the, I, I, I'd almost say the first act of the film is an hour long, and it's a little bit too long, maybe. Yeah, it's a lot but of lead up. I'd, I'd even say the, there's the first act and the second act, and they're both just kind of the same thing. And then the third act, everything just goes ballistic. Right. I mean, not the movie's only an hour and 23 minutes, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but look, I don't they, they think cram a lot in in a little amount of time. I don't want to say it's, I'm, I, you know, it doesn't for me. It doesn't pick up until like the the hour mark. <laughs> Obviously, uh, yeah. But, but only there, because, there's, like you said, there is a lot of gems that help you along till you get to that hour mark. And uh, honestly, I'd say that there's only one weak spot in the film is that the the, the lack of professional acting. Um, prevents me from caring too much about this love interest between Scarlet and Freaky Farley. Right. Uh, and, they, and again, it's it's not a knock. Oddly enough, it's just uh, it, there's it, you don't have that kind of chemistry between the two characters because none of them are really pulling off a, a uh, any real acting where you believe there's anything there. So that prevents that from being you know not so, you know <clears throat> not so much as with the father and Farley where the father, hey, I'm proud of you. It feels good to say that. I haven't I'm said that in a long time, or never said that, or something along those lines. Go dig a hole. Yeah, four feet deep, four feet wide, and when you're done, put all the dirt back in. <laughs> I just want to do more of that. Yeah. Go cut me 23 branches of even length. You know, just... Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, see, that's this is me wanting to go more... I mean... And that's again. It comes down to personal preference. I want to see more with that, less with the love interest, more with that. Uh, if you're gonna, and I'm talking to, <laughs> you talking too much. Yeah, 
But again, when, when I come down to criticizing the structure of the script, mm -hmm. there's something there. There's definitely you know? something there. There are people that yeah. that genuinely want to make a movie. They genuinely want to make more than just this movie. They want to make movies, whether it be uh, when and if they make it or if they're you know spending their own hard-earned cash just to just to film that one scene. You know that yeah. oh the wind is perfect, the sun is perfect. You know the the, the whole the grass looks great. Let's do it right now. Whether now, what was that one? What was that one quote you, you you pointed out where he said uh, it it made, it made me fall in love with film again? Oh, that was uh, John Pays, director of Crime mm -hmm. Wave. Crime Wave. Now I <laughs> so looked I'm at you. So what of it? I don't think this is the same Crime Wave. I don't think so either. Yeah, it's not. But it is a. It's not. Was, it's a legitimate director. <laughs> His film got a six point nine. I mean, okay. it's not easy to get a six point nine on IMDb. But it's um, a, from 1985. I've heard of it, obviously, because it gets confused with the other crime wave all the time. Right. It came out the same year. That's what really threw me off. That's why I thought it was the other crime wave. So, but uh, anyway. But I mean, what, what, what I'm getting at with that quote is that when I when I say, uh, I I'm not going to say this is the best film ever. This is, I'm not going to say, well, oh no, wow, you're never going to believe this. I guarantee if you rent this and watch it, you'll smile at least two or three times during the film. Oh, I, I, I'm absolutely sure of that. You're not a complete snob where you can't just dial it down. And again, I think this proves, thank you for us, that we're not snob, movie snobs. And that we're not the kind of guys, that, oh, look, ha, 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 the sound doesn't mix. It's not about right. the quality of the production. It's not about the, or not the size of the production. It's about the quality of of the uh the work and sometimes it even just comes down to uh just having that spark yeah and i agree and i freaky Farley has that spark it, it, again it's it's not it's not a it's not a watershed moment in film it's not a uh, a groundbreaking film it's just a little gorilla film that like 10 20 years ago you would have shot at home on a vhs camcorder uh with a little bit more production value than that probably and, would have had a little bit more respect if it was done 20 years ago Sound mixing ten times better than Birdemic. Oh, I would go further than that. Okay, further yeah. than that. So, editing but, the the film the right. editing in this film is better than uh, better than a lot of films that you of this caliber. Let's put it this way: the other film, the other independent film that we reviewed that was uh, requested by us, The Minority. Yeah, that is not available on Netflix. No, it is not. But it's not. That is Freaky Farley available on Netflix. That's right. Freaky, if you and watch Freaky Farley, you will smile at least two or three times in the film, and I guarantee you, you will chuckle at the last half during the last half hour. I think so. I really do. And, and what more could you ask for? This I is mean, a perfect really, film to make it to Netflix streaming, but the problem with that is you have to have enough requests, or else it won't. I think you have to have a thousand requests. I well, if our, I, if our if our massive listening audience puts requests in, that'll take care of fifteen of those requests right there. <laughs> the rest of the thousand, they can you, you know, know look at some somewhere. Don't poke fun at us. <laughs> don't don't do that. They obviously right, found us. They found us somehow. We didn't just you know out of the blue get asked to review the film. We were found I was, somehow. I was I was giving our listening audience a lot of credit there because that's like four times, five times more than we have reviews on iTunes. 
the bandwidth doesn't lie, but the, I, audi- the audience, the audience just. I'm, just, the I'm not aud- saying they're not out there. I'm just saying they're not very active. They're they're really not active. They uh, are three. sit on a couch, just relax, or sit in front of their computer, listen to the show in their car, and that's it. But I'm See, telling we, you, the bandwidth we, does not lie. We get a ton of it, and uh, they just they know. just leech off us, Joey. We do all the work. That's all we do. We do all. We do all right. the show prep. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice the way you throw we in there. We do the show prep. Hey, I do, I do my research. You do re- um, research. Do you have anything else you want to add about Freaky Farley? Because no, I mean, just my, my, uh, well, actually, you know what I do want to add um, where you can get it other than Netflix. If you actually did want to buy this, the website that they have it located on, and I don't know if this is what they want us to use because. Um, you know, we didn't get to talk to them before we did the review, but it's, uh, M O T E R N media.com. And I'm assuming it's supposed to be pronounced almost like modern, but modern, modern, modern media.com. And you can get the film there. Plus you, if you just do a search for freaky Farley in your web browser, you'll be able to find it, uh, you know, purchase it on Amazon, things like that. Uh, yeah. It's on Netflix. I mean. It's it's you do search it's for it you'll there. find it you'll find it plus you'll find their other films which mm. I'm and now interested in seeing I'll definitely, oh, definitely make my way to see them I definitely want to see Obtuse Todd Obtuse Todd is that available It's the film that came out the year before Freaky Farley oh, Also really? uh yeah and Matt Farley plays uh Obtuse Todd as well Ah only it's Todd they don't is is not name's not yeah he plays Obtuse Todd so he he's uh he plays himself in Druid Gladiator Clone. I think he plays. Oh, he plays himself. Plays Matt Farley. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so, think he's I mean, the lead actor in all the films because he writes it and his friend directs it and whatnot. And, and you know what? When you if you write and people criticize Quentin Tarantino for doing it, I I'm not I'm cool with it. I'm fine with it. All I, right. It, it's it's it's. It's a nice throwback to the days where people were making films themselves. I mean, you remember back in the 80s, direct-to-video, every other film you rented from uh, a genre shelf was some people out in their backyard filming something. Pretty much. Pretty Especially much. The, the whole horror genre of the 80s and 90s was just every, people with camcorders shooting it was crap themselves. so easy to make your own horror film. Peter Jackson, Bad Taste, his first movie. He shot that himself with cameras, took him four years to do it. I mean, it, he ended up getting money from the government because he's in New Zealand, which rocks because they actually pay people to make movies. Uh, the, the government does. Right. I mean, it just takes you back to that time where, oh, yeah, this this would be a cool thing to do. And now it seems like uh, since there's so much more money to be made uh, with direct-to-video and streaming and all this, that it's become more opportunistic and everything that comes out there is just like these uh, – your crank houses back during the, uh, the drive-in days were – they, you know, it was all right, let's, you know, like Roger Corman crap, where it's like, all right, let's crack, crack out films. Let's, you know, oh, the, uh, the the news, the new sci-fi movies coming out. Let's crack out three films, sci-fi films with similar titles. Uh, someone will download it accidentally. Let's keep going. And this is just all together. I have an idea for a film. This sounds cool. Let's do it. Right. And it just, yeah. I, I d- agreed right, on all points. If you can, if you can just peel back your brain from the uh, CGI bullshit and just enjoy a low-budget gorilla film with some heart to it and some funny lines, and a little bit of originality, you'll like this. Rent it. I recommend it. Same here. All right, we're gonna take a quick break.
Oh, no, we're not. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna rate this on IMDb. We're gonna do what? We're gonna rate Freaky Farley on IMDb. Oh, that's right. We do that now. Yes, we do that now. Okay. I got it up right here. Uh, right now, the uh, you want to take a stab, or do you, are you looking at it too? Uh, no, I know what it is. I saw it earlier today. Oh. Right. It's currently at four point six. I think we need to bring that up a bit. Well, all right. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about giving an eight, a nine, or a ten. I'm just talking about a respectful number. All right. Well, Taylor, let's start at five. Okay. Um, I'll 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 advance it one star beyond five mm-hmm. for the Ninja and Air Airline Ricky or Air uh, Air Force Ricky. Air Force Ricky. But I have to deduct a star for some of the dialogue, just some of it. You have to give it a star, though, for for the dialogue. See, you're taking a star away for the dialogue, but I want to give it a star just for the gems that come out of the dialogue. I just like you will never replace her. Okay, that's worth a star alone. Right, I'll bump it back up a star. Will you say six stars? I'd say six. I think six is a nice. It's above average. In a lot of, I mean, it's an average film, you know, but you can't fault it for the you know, it being low budget. I mean, it's really them d- just putting their hands in their pockets and making a movie. So I would say for, I would say for guerrilla filmmaking, yeah, it's above average. Okay, I agree. I agree. So I, I would say so I, I, would, I would be, I would be happy with six. All right. You know what? If the production value was better, I'd go seven. Because you have to, you have to, you have to give some credibility towards that. I mean, yeah. you have to, you can't, you can't totally wave the wand there. You got to say, okay, all right, the loop, you know, all the looping does become a little bit obvious. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with six. Let's say six. Six. I'm good with six. All right. It all is right. in a vis- the, the vote is saved. Six stars out of ten, uh, adding to the votes. So that's not going to bump it up by much. But we have weighed our uh, verdict down upon Freaky Farley, and it was good. Now, did you do it yet? Yes. Oh, so we're there. It's not. It's not going to change it automatically. It has to go in. It's not going to be instantaneous. I thought it might. No. A six. It should probably. It should probably bring it up to around a five. Or or, overall depends on how. Well, hang on. What's the? What's the? Do you still give the chart of the votes? They're all over the place. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow! I I didn't know they did this now. Uh, the demographics. Uh, actually, where, if you look where, at the demographics, where do you, where do you see that? Do you see that? Uh, you, you, you click on the vote. Uh, it says twenty three votes. You click on that, and it shows you the. Uh, it shows you ratings one through ten. The highest score was a nine. Eleven people, thirty two percent. Four people gave it a ten. Now I don't want to be mean, but I think it's obvious when you look at this that the the highest votes are the people that made the film. <laughs> And, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I, I have not given positive reviews to my books, but right. I do I do check off five stars on Amazon. I'm not a complete buffoon. <laughs> so, I mean, and when you look at the fact that, uh, um, see, 23 males gave it uh, 2.9, right. but the average for males average is 2.9, female average is 9.9. So I think all, all the actresses in the film did vote on this. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's seven females, and there's at least that many girls in the movie. Females aged 30, 30 to 44, 
10 stars. Oh. So that was uh, Lo- that was uh, Farley's aunt and all her friends. Yeah. Why are we doing I, this? I, I, well, <laughs> why are we doing Hey, what are those? We just gave hey. them a, a, a good review, and now we're breaking this down? <laughs> what the? What? Well, hey, <laughs> Come on. We're, we're not going to pull the blinders down here. It's <laughs> obvious, and you, you can't fault them. Oh, Lord. I gave us five stars on iTunes. Oh, you did, huh? I, di- I, didn't, I didn't write a review because that would be wrong, but I gave us five stars. I'm an iTunes user. I listen to the show, so there. So and there. I think we're awesome. <laughs> One female over the age of 45 rated it a 7. I think that's interesting. Hmm. And uh, males aged uh, 18 to 29, 1.6 stars. So snot-nosed uh, teenagers, uh, males. Yeah, that, like would, that would sooner watch uh, the Underworld series and, you know, cream well, I'm pants, guaranteeing all four. Th- given those ages. I'm guaranteeing, I'm guaranteeing all four of the uh, t- snot-nosed teenagers who gave it a total of 1.6 stars were just pissed off. Because Scarlet doesn't show her breasts in the lake scene. Probably. I, that's my, that's where my money is, because I was kind of disappointed as well. Can but. I just say that she, and this has nothing to do with the movie, but a friend of ours, um, of my wife and I, uh, Scarlet, she could be this our friend's almost twin sister. It's uncanny. Huh? Uncanny. I- that's all I'm going to say. I just thought that uh, was I, I find this thing you brought that up after I mentioned seeing her breasts. What? No. I, no. I think it's interesting. I think we've talked about Scarlet multiple times, but the only time you mentioned the... The, the only reason uh, I brought it up is because we were going to go to break, and we didn't, and then you brought her up, and it reminded, it made me think of... Uh, our, so the our, multiple times we mentioned Scarlet didn't remind it of you, but then when I mentioned her It had nothing breasts, to do with the review, yeah. and I said that... <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of Scarlet's breasts... We have I have a friend. We have a friend that looks just like her. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's recorded. It's it's for posterity. It is sir. now. You, you... All right. So we're gonna go to break now. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh... And when we come back, we're we'll... we're gonna talk about uh, silent. Uh, we do top ten, and if we have time, we'll talk about Silent House and and the fall of uh, American cinema okay. and, and foreign cinema too. Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. Bye. Are you home alone tonight? Got no one to cuddle? Urgent, urgent for some connection? Don't worry. Daddy ain't gonna hurt you. Just tune in Movie Sucktastic. Give us a call at 908-514-4470. Tell us what bad movies have been tickling you. Just call after dark. We like it that way. Very quick break. That was quick. Yeah, no, I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do a long break on that. Plus, dude, we dude. need more goddamn fucking commercials. That's that's what we need. I'm no, I'm seriously contemplating going out on the internet and just grabbing random fucking commercials. I don't care 
if we're interested in the product or not. I need. You know what? I need something. It's my fault. I dropped the ball. I will record more commercials for you. Uh, maybe I'll use my brand new Galaxy S3 uh, oh. to do so. Oh, that's what you ended up getting. Yeah, I went high tech because. Well, of you know job. what? Uh, I cost. I have been meaning to email you for the last three days to say to yes. check out the Galaxy S3. That it's well, been getting I mean, reviews like through the roof. I, you know what? It was either that or an iPhone. There's no fucking way. A fucking so, iPhone. Damn it! Damn it! I was trying to go the whole episode without saying fuck. <laughs> Why? Because I I have a feeling that now I I like the word and I think it's useful, but I do think I tend to overuse it when we do the show. Uh, this yeah, and the I, political I, show. I, and, I, and, I, I don't think that's the case. I think I'm when I listen to back to the back. show, I think how the hell did we? See, I almost said fuck right there. How the fuck did we not say fuck that many more times? But I want to dial it back because then if you use it too much, uh, it loses its punch. It loses its uh, flavor. If you put salt on everything, everything's just, just salty. Salt. Yeah. yeah, I don't want everything to be salty. I just want to be salty occasionally. And occasionally, I am salty. Ah. So let's move Maybe on. Maybe we should use uh, other swear words. I mean, I've I've used other swear words from time and time again, but you know, my go-to one. is fuck. Yeah, well, that's the it's, best it's the one. Most it, fun. It really, it's got the punch to it, and it really just it just <laughs> fuck. You know, it, it really it just has it all there. Or just, what the fuck? The, Which the, we tend to say more start. often <laughs> during our political pop culture show. Yeah, it's got that soft start, the hard end. It's got that that guttural and uh, <laughs> in the middle. It, it, it works. <laughs> But uh, you know, but I, I was just trying to hold back. I didn't want to make a deal out of it, and, I, and right. then I had to say it. But uh, okay. anyway, let's let's uh, let's tackle the top ten. Let's try to keep it lean because I w- do want to touch slightly on uh, the Silent House uh, and Silent House, which sounds silly. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you caught me in the middle of setting it up. So. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, talking about the top ten list, uh, this mo- this weekend movies were shown. You, sir, saw. <laughs> Just enjoy the music. Come on. <laughs> Will Scott stay mad at Joey? Tune in. <laughs> Sorry about um. that. That's no, okay. Anyway, I'm not really uh, I'll, sorry. I'll, save that. I'll save that for later. <laughs> go ahead go ahead and start with the top 10, sir. All right. Uh, starting, this is for July 27th through 29th. Number 10 is going to be Moonrise Kingdom with 1.4 million. It's made. When is that? That's the. What did we do this every week? Uh, the Wes Anderson film. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> every See, every week. What, which one's that? It's, for, it's so forgettable. Even the title, so Moonrise. Yeah. Oh, West! It's like to say Wes Anderson film. My eyes glaze over. And you know what? It's it's. I'm looking at the theater count, which is something I haven't brought up over the last what four or five weeks. Um, It's only in 853 screens, and it's made almost 40 million dollars on a 16 million. Well, it's like a Coen Brothers film. It's an art house film, and they all go to flock it, flock to see it. Everybody come out and go. Well, it's a Wes Anderson film. Yeah, whatever. It's a Wes Anderson film. It better be fucking amazing to do the same thing for the fifth time. That's all I'm saying. Right. Uh, and it probably will do the same thing for the fifth time. Sure. All right. The number nine film is Savages with 1.8 million. It's made 43. 
It cost the voice. five. I'm not doing the voice. Do the voice. Taylor Kitsch can't catch up. I'm not doing the fucking voice, man. Yeah, you, you have to do the voice. You mentioned his name. Now you have to do the voice. That's the rule. <laughs> When's that become? When did that become a rule? Because I sure as hell didn't know about it. Do it just once. Your choice. <sighs> my choice. It's not my choice. I'm being forced to do it. Which, and now I mean, everyone is listening in anticipation. And if I don't do, do it, it just right, I'll get criticized. You're listening. This works no, best if you have big headphones on. You have to have on people and write and call into the show to get criticized. You, you put the <laughs> headphones on, have the bass turned up, and then when Joey says it, it's even better because it tingles your spine. Do it, Ooh, Joey. It tingles the spine. Do it. If you give me five minutes. <laughs> you fucked it up. Come on. If you give me five minutes, I will get you that burrito. There you go. All right. Moving on is the number set eight film, Magic. Shut up. <laughs> Magic Mike. Uh, Which we're not reviewing yet because we still haven't gotten an iTunes review. You know, we got a review. We got a review, but, people, but it's not from yeah. the person that you wanted. Uh, well, I, I told him it has to be from somebody we know. That's it. So, no. So, uh, 2.6 even, million. Even bribed, I can't get people to review I the show. I know. 2.6 million. It's made 107. It cost seven. So, dare I say, there may be a Magic Mike 2, Electric Boogaloo. I I heard it's got its moments. It's actually not a bad film. Whatever. That's what I've heard. The number I'm still angry. I'm just still angry that they stole the tagline from uh, "Shakes the Clown." The number. You know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't even know they did that. Oh, of course they know they did that. I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen. Come on, come on. People aren't that bright these days. Number seven is Brave with four point three million. It's made two hundred and seventeen million with a hundred and eighty-five million dollar budget. Another animated film with a strong female lead. With with red hair. What? They they always tend to do that. They always give these, oh, yeah. these strong uh, Or blondes. More redhead than blonde. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> Next. Orc the Reckon. Reckon. Who? Orc is he's a Reckon. <laughs> Puerto Rican. What? Who is this Orc the Reckon? Uh, what you I, just, is I, that I the a, name of the movie? No, that's uh, someone in our chat room. Uh, oh. I believe it's Bujna. <laughs> okay. And he's like, the Lord of the Rings guy did bad taste? And meet the feebles. <laughs> he <laughs> knows that. He's No, I, you know what? I don't think he remembers. I really don't. He does. I don't he think does. he remembers. I... And he wants us he to does. do bad. He wants us to do The Dark Knight Rises for their next bad movie day. And according to Dane Cook... The movie was crap, which we will get into our in our Strangers in a Strange Land podcast. So, yes, a little crossover there. Yes, yes, it will. All um, right, number six is The Amazing Spider-Man with six point seven million, two hundred forty-one total. May it cost two hundred thirty. Now, I've I've heard good things about it. I've heard some. Let's put it this way: I hear it 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 acts more like a sequel than a reboot. That's how it's it's. Uh, filmed and taken and acted out as uh you know what uh not that i was getting tired of toby Maguire, but i i don't mind seeing somebody else put on the costume and I be peter care. parker i don't really care either but i will watch it and i and i get the feeling that i'll probably enjoy it i don't know uh number four new to this week is step up revolution with 11.7 <gasps> million it the new Step Up film. Yes. Uh, what is it? Step Up Five. 
<sighs> or Step Up 4. I think the last one was in 3D, and it was Step Up 3D yes. or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was Step... Wasn't it Step Up 4 in 3D? Something weird like that. I think that. it was no, Step Up like... 3D. I think yeah, they might have done right. Step Up 4, and now this is Step Up 5. I don't... You know what? Don't know. If I don't they did care. a Step Up 3, and yeah. this is Step Up 5, they did a Step Up 4. It just... The rules dictate that's the case. You think? Yeah. Okay, good. The number three film is The Watch, with 12.7 million... Cost sixty eight fucking million dollars, and Watch. you know, Which Ben one is Stiller, that? Vince Vaughn, uh, Jonah Hill. It also Jonah Hill. Oh, what's Jonah Hill? That's the doing one with the alien film? invasion, the ripoff of uh, Attack the Block. Oh, oh, Attack the Block one. That's right. That yeah. crap. And that the fact that crap. they changed the title from Neighborhood Watch to The Watch. After the whole oh, Zimmerman yeah. Trayvon thing, talk about but pussying. Get, no. Talk about pussying out. Well, wisely. What do you mean wisely? It, it, the title doesn't make any sense anymore. The watch. <laughs> what is that? A fucking Rolex. I'm sure it doesn't make fucking the film Movado? worse. Come on, give me that's, a break. That's... Pussying <laughs> out. The watch. You know. You know. There's give me a only. Break. The only thing worse than coming Call it out something with a film, else completely different. All right, Joey. Yo. The only thing worse than coming out with a film called Neighborhood Watch after the Trayvon Martin shooting yeah. is is running the Neighborhood Watch organization who has to keep out coming out and going, he's not one of us. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself Neighborhood Watch. Not the same thing. So <laughs> they're just doing what uh, what they've been trying to do, distance themselves from the idiot who called himself the Neighborhood Watch. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I think they should have called it something else entirely then. Because I think The Watch is a stupid fucking title. I think they should have shelved it for a year. They would have never done that. They've shelved other films. They started showing trailers. They released a trailer. They were showing uh, teasers well before the Zimmerman thing happened. Happened in the woods. They were showing trailers. Then they said, "Oh, we want to do 3D." They shelved it just for to do the 3D, and they ended up never doing the 3D. And if they've shelved it films, didn't bomb, for less but it made reasons. no money. They shelved films for less reasons than that. They could have shelved it for a year, I guess. But what they wanted, what they wanted to do, was release it while it was still topical, but change the title so it wasn't overtly offending. Well, I think the biggest problem is even though it's about killing. Space aliens, people still had a problem with it. Well, there's still black because aliens, right? Moving on, the number two film is Ice Age <laughs> Continental Drift with 13.3 million. It's made 114. There is no budget listed. Just comparing the the similarities between the two. Uh, the number one film, with no surprise in its second week, is the. Dark I think Night. they should get Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity yeah. to do the interviews with the actors. Okay. Made $62 million. It's made was, $287 million so far. It cost two fifty. Dark Knight Rises. What did? Oh, which you saw, by the way. I did see The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, now, without ruining anything for us who have not seen the film, me yes, included. Correct. I don't want to know anything about the film. I just want to know how you liked it. I fucking loved it. Really? Absolutely fucking loved it. I would go so far as to say that it is a better film than The Dark Knight. I will also go on record as to say that The Joker, better villain. Dark Knight Rises, better movie. 
Bane is a decent villain, but he is not the whole film. There is a lot of moving parts in this movie that come together. Here's my concern. Does the film have a fourth act like the uh, second one did? <sighs> Does it have a fourth act? You know um, what I'm talking about. Where the film, where you're like, oh, good, we're at the end and it keeps going. You're like, well, why do we need another ending? Like another, there's like two climax. Are there multiple climaxes at the end of the movie? Do you have to keep going from climax to climax to climax? I'm trying to remember. There may be a fourth act, but I well, I I, th- it- I I think if there is, it melts into the third so seamlessly you don't notice it, and that's why I'm having a problem trying to think of it in my head. Well, that, well, then it does not matter because I remember when we, after we saw. Uh, the Dark Knight, when I mentioned it, you're like, yeah, yeah. It was, you immediately agreed. So if you, if it's not coming right to you, then it obviously is not as bad as that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. You know what? Yeah, you know what? I don't think it does have a fourth act. I think the build up to uh-huh. the final act is so good that if there is, and I, and I'm trying to think of it, if there is, it melts in so seamlessly. Not that uh-huh. you don't notice it, you don't care. Because right. it is it is that good of a movie. It really is that good of a movie. I thanks, Chris <laughs> Bujna. Why? What did he say? Well, he said you didn't, you didn't want to know anything about the film, and he's he told he's just told you that Bruce Wayne is Batman. That's all. Damn it! <laughs> I can't enjoy any kind of twists without somebody revealing them. Just stop talking. Just stop um, talking. Uh, top uh, finger list. The finger list. Kind of a weak week for the finger list. It is kind of weak. Um, I mean, I don't know. Let's do it. Ah! Moving up from the bottom, number 10 is Moonrise Kingdom, Savages, Magic Mike, Brave, The Amazing Spider-Man, we totally missed talking about Ted, Step Up Revolution, The Watch, Ice Age Continental Drift, The Dark Knight Rises. Those are your 10 films. That's your finger list. Uh, step up. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with that. I mean, I'd almost go with the watch just because I think they pussy it out on the title, but that's not enough. Definitely gonna have to go step up revolution. The the, the problem is ever since step up two, it's just been downhill. Really? And the, the, (laughs) (laughs) the quality's not the same. The characterization's a bit, they keep on, and they keep leaving loose threads. They don't follow anything through from one film to the next. I mean, I, I need more cohesion in my sequel structure. <laughs> that's what you're going with? Yes, that's what I'm going with. That's really what you're going with. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that you're going Unless that way. there's more nudity, then in which case, but I, I doubt there is. There, There isn't any. I can no. guarantee that. There ain't fucking but at least scene. at least with the 3d one they had they had like the girl dancing in the rain so like her you know they had the wet t-shirt thing going i don't think they did they, in the third one they did it was in the trailer somehow, which is the only somehow they, they know somehow they cleaned it up I'm telling you right now don't make don't make me make you watch uh step ups yeah we haven't challenged each other to a movie in a fucking eon well, we've both been a little busy, so challenges are kind of hard to follow through right now. We have to we have to figure out what we're reviewing next week. So, uh, well, let me yeah, ask you this: uh, If I give you a week, will you watch the Silent House and the, and Silent House? I ab- I absolutely will watch it. All right, let's let's hold off on talking about Silent House and the Silent House. Okay, uh, and I'm not going to explain why I keep saying that. Um, you watch both of those, 
Okay. And and the fact that the original is called the Silent House, the uh, Spanish one, I think it's I'm pretty sure it's Spanish. Uh, Argentinian, maybe? No, Spanish. Uruguayan. Uh, Uruguayan. The, it the is Spanish. The, it is a Spanish language film. Spanish. Thank you. I was. I'm, I'm not, they all sound like to me. The fact that the original <laughs> foreign film is called The Silent House, right. and the American remake is called Silent House. They had to take off the the. Irritates me to no end. <laughs> I know you, you only, mentioned it, and that's the only setup I'll give you for how I feel about these films until next week. However, we have to mention this briefly. Okay. And if you can, if you can rig it up, you should play it on the show for our uh, watching at home viewers. What's that? Today was the official release. Uh, I get an email, and you know how you get stuck on these email lists where I, I don't remember signing up for this, and all of a sudden you're getting flashes. Mm-hmm. I, I swear to God, uh, they're they're messing with me. They they just they're just trying to destroy me. I I got an email from uh, what is it Columbia? I forget which co- movie company it is. Columbia. Uh, they whatever. Uh, they emailed me the trailer to uh, Paranormal Activity Four <laughs> in my email. Uh, you know the act uh, the activity is all here or something to that effect. And it, what's this? Is it, oh, it's uh, the trailer to Par- uh, Paranormal Activity Four. E- emailed it to me directly. Where's the email? I got the email I'm right Alan here. Paramount, thank you. Paramount. Paramount Insider. All the activity has led to this. Paranormal Activity 4. And and in my email box, there's a trailer to this damn movie. So we need to play the trailer for our, our lovely uh, viewers at home. Can you read that up? I'm getting it right now. Just give me okay. give me a hot minute. And and I, I know that I know that when three came out and we talked about it, the immediately greenlit four and we talked about that, but it I forgot. I, I blocked it out of my mind. We're coming up. It's August now. We're coming up on October. Obviously, they're going to start getting the October films lined up. I should have seen this coming. I didn't. <laughs> I was blindsided by my email. And this, uh, I really don't think this one's going to do well. Because if you watch the trailer. You're wrong. They finally, well, listen to me. Okay. They brought it into, they brought it into modern day. So now it's all these kids with their, uh, with their iPhone videos and their webcams and there's like picture-in-picture webcams going, and it's too much like watching webcam roulette with ghosts. And you think them enticing teens and tweens with today's technology and camera phones and picture-in-picture shit isn't going to make them go see it? No, I think it's too... Because you're wrong. It's too commonplace. There's no... You forget the type of society that sits in front of the fucking boob tube. I have I have faith in humankind. I'm not going to have that for the next episode. Don't worry. I'm going to uh, for for strangers <laughs> in a strange land. I will lose all hope for society. But at the moment, I have faith in that. Uh, it's not even faith. I just have a feel, like when I'm watching it. Uh-huh. Uh, it just when you see all this webcam stuff, it's like okay, uh, it's a webcam. I mean. It's the, ch- the chick talking to her boyfriend on the webcam with the picture in picture. I mean, ooh, now there's somebody. So, no, but now you know it's just literally going to be who's behind her, because it's pointing to her. You you you've taken even less guesswork out of what's going to happen, and it's all going to be okay. Watch the screen around her head. There's there's not even anything else to play with except for that. You you've really narrowed it down where where there's no more tension. It's just okay. She's watch, they're both talking in the phone. Watch behind them. No one's going to be watching these people talk. Oh, you got a setup now? Uh, yeah, just give me one second. But you are so my, you are so wrong. 
Don't. You're wrong. It's lacking the tension, and this isn't about being stupid and being repeated with the story. I'm talking about visual tension. When you watch this trailer, even the, the bloody... the you thought it was over. Obviously, I just downloaded a motherfucking parody. <laughs> fucking, you know... Goddamn YouTube. <laughs> Motherfucker. All right, just give me one more second. You know, it's... It mean, it, it mean it What's well, here's that? my point. It may not even be on YouTube yet. Just go to IMDb. No, they of got course the it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, but I can't stream but, it from IMDb. I have to actually download the video. Oh, never mind. What I'm saying is that when you watch the trailer, it's so sterile. And uh, even they, they try to move the camera around more because it's on the laptop and it's on the phones or whatever. But there's you're, you're going to lose that tension. And just looking at it, there's no tension. The, the framing and everything, it, it totally destroys any kind of tension there's going to be about what's going to appear on the screen. Right. Framing is everything with this kind of film. You go back and watch the first three films, the most effective scenes, it's all about the framing. And you can't frame anything when it's a camera t constantly focused on this blonde's face. Oh, is that what it is? Hold on. I think I got it. What? Oh, Bastards. I got it. All right. just You got to give me two seconds, though, because it's going to take me a minute to download it. All right. And they're, they're, I, they're coming out with that VHS movie, which I want to talk about next week because that is linked to uh, The Silent House. But we have another rash of our uh, found footage films coming out for Halloween this year. And this one's going to be up against the new one, VHS. I don't know what the release dates are. I think it's going to lose out to the, the, the fresh newness. The fresh newness? It's a word. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think... Uh, well, you know, the, the thing with the VHS, whether it... it it garners the success in the theater or whether it happens in uh, you know, DVD and Blu-ray, I'm seeing some pretty pretty good reviews for it. People are yeah, you know, genuinely, you know, they have, like, I think one of the words that you used for the original paranormal activity was primal fear, which people tended to feel when watching that. They just had this primal uh, fear of, oh, shit, you know, my house is creaking, what the fuck, when... Not and this happened to me when I saw the original Paranormal Activity. I had just bought my house, and my house is over seventy years old. And of course, house that old will settle. You'll hear, you know, you'll hear creaks and and whatnot. And me, I'm just like, what the fuck is that? You don't notice it. And then you watch a film like Paranormal Activity, and you notice everything. Not that I was up nights I couldn't sleep, but you become more aware. And I think that's mm -hmm. what really tied into people's fears with the original Paranormal Activity was there was this primal fear that that creaking noise really freaks me out. You know, this bumping noise, whatever it might be. You get a squirrel running along your roof and it fucks, fucks with your head. Shit like that. So. Okay. But enough of that. I got the trailer. Uh, let me just... Uh, where is it? <laughs> this is also a parody, isn't it? Uh, no, okay, it doesn't look like that. All right, good. Here, let me set it up real quick. All I'm right. Not, I'm not even going to pull you out of the frame. I'm not even going to... I don't give a shit anymore. No, don't. Leave me, leave me, leave me here. I, I want to be here. No, I, I mean, usually be... I'll put the camera on me so it looks a little more professional. You don't see my mouse moving around on the screen, but we're almost about to end the show, so I'm not caring. <laughs> 
damn it. Okay, here we go. Christy, you want to say hi? Oh, it's Katie. My sister did good. Why does everyone have these McMansion houses? They're all making films like this. The motion lights have been turning on and off. Nice fucking kitchen. Yeah, right. Fucking granite countertops and stainless steel appliances. Fuck you. Yeah, can you see him? What the hell? He's so creepy. What is he doing? Freaky, right? Trying to look like a damsel in distress. Do I still look pretty? Front door open. Back door. What's going on? They're so rich, their house talks to them. <laughs> this movie's gonna make so much fucking money. You're one of the smartest people I know, but you can't predict these paranormal activity films for shit, dude. <laughs> I have my finger on the pulse, motherfucker. Finger on the pulse. Alright, uh, we're doing predictions. We gotta. We gotta do it. Comes out All in October. Right. We're, uh, we're, we're in August right now. So, you figure we're a mere three months away. Not even. For when this comes yeah. out, two and a half months. I'm gonna go... Because I don't think I haven't looked, but I don't think there's any competition for it uh, that weekend. I don't think it'll do the 50 million that Paranormal Activity three did, but I think it'll do well over what two did, which was somewhere around 40. I'm gonna go mm -hmm. 45 million between 40 what? and f between 40 and 50 million. This film, this that that'll be this film's opening weekend. I'm Under telling 30. you, it is going through the exact same motions that saw went through the Under difference 30. is the difference is the difference is saw was a good series i'm not denying that okay but i'm just talking about the general audience the general audience for this are your your twilight crowd okay your young adult librarians maybe even um <laughs> uh that's your 20 something that is your Weekend crowd, that is probably the, the whole run. You're not, you're not getting anybody else, really. Um, and just anyone that might have seen the first film and s got scared by it. Oh, let's go see Paranormal Activity. I, it's going to scare me so much. I want to go see it because I want to get scared. That is why these films are going to continue to make this kind of money. Bad or not, no one is looking at the previous film's reviews and saying, fuck four, the last one was terrible, we're not going to see four. That's not what's happening here. It's not. I can guarantee you this film is going to do anywhere from 40 to 50 million in its opening weekend. If it doesn't, if it doesn't do 
over, let's put it this way. If it does less than 30, I will be in agreement with you that it is slow, It is declining. Like when Paranormal Activity 5 and 6 and 7 come out, it's going to go through the same phase that the Saw films did. First four movies, even the fifth film, did extremely well at the box office. The film was the one that really started to trail off a bit. And then 6 and 7 were just didn't do that well because Paranormal Activity 1 and 2 came out against it. And I think truly that's the only reason why Saw didn't do as well. You still don't agree with me on that, but that's my story and I'm sticking with it. Under so, 30. Under 30? No, under 30. Def- not going to happen. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I love these little bets that we make. I do. And we're reviewing Silent House and the Silent House next episode, right? That's right. With a little preview about uh, talking about VHS and some of the other films that are connected to VHS uh, and Silent House and these uh, these films that are and these uh, found footage films that are coming out, and maybe maybe even talk a little about about the found footage films, our favorite, our, our most favorite or least favorite, that kind of thing. I think next episode is the found footage episode. I think so. I mean, we could even bring up. Um... We can bring up uh, uh, Blair I've Witch. A bunch I mean, of found Blair I mean that, that's the one that started yeah. it all. Well, that's the one that, that started the resurgence of what we've got now. It wasn't the first found footage, obviously, but yeah, you're right. It is. It did start the trend. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think next episode, episode 81, is the found footage episode of Movie Sucktastic. I think you're right. I, I should, I, and I think I, I should even prepare some found footage for you. Oh, really? You want to prepare? Why would you want to do that? With I think the whole episode should be found footage of reviews of the films. Let's not do that. Uh, you can't stop me. I can try. Are we done here, sir? We are done. <laughs> okay. We are so done. So the ultimate verdict is Freaky Farley good. Silent House... Uh, postponed verdict until next episode. Episode 81. Found footage. Silent Hill movies, found footage, whatever you want to do. I'm okay right. with it. I will definitely watch both of those films for next week. Tell them where they can find us, sir. You can find us at moviesucktastic.com. You can download all of our episodes there for free, by the way. You can download all of our uh, uh, podcasts at iTunes.com. Not iTunes.com, just iTunes. Review us. We need those. We love them. The more the merrier. You can get us on Stitcher. You can get that in your car if you have that. You can get it on any smartphone, uh, Android, iPad, iPhone, whatever. You can also you can also go to our Lunch.com community. You can go to our blog at blogspot.boothreviews.com. And if you want to leave us voicemail, that's 908-514-4470. If you want to leave us email, that's themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. I think that's about it. And be sure to check out our new podcast, Strangers in a Strange Land, also available on iTunes, where you can hear us bitch and moan and rant about everything except films, that's with right. a little films mixed in. That's right. Absolutely correct, sir. And you can get that at Strangeland Radio. Dot com. When I when I update that. What do you mean when you update that? What does that mean? Whenever. Oh, I when mean, you when you. Oh, fu- you, oh yeah, okay. Oh, I I, I could I could do it too. I I just I forget. 
Well, that's my realm. You know, you do you do so much, but thank you. Before before the music dies, adios, people. All right, take no no wisdom, nothing. My wisdom. Yeah. Don't cross. Air Force Ricky. <laughs> do not do not incur the wrath of Air Force Ricky. There you go. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye bye. bye.